2: So welcome back to another episode of Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing and it's my turn to do the intro unfortunately because I don't know, I literally don't know how to describe this episode, what we've just recorded
3: Other than the best thing you'll ever hear (laughs) The best thing you'll ever hear will change your life Groundbreaking, revolutionary, completely unique One of a kind, never been done
2: before Yeah, never been done before is the one that really hits home the reference We also are taking a break after this episode. (laughs) Not because This this episode was too hard for us. Nothing like that. This was scheduled. We've told you, we've told you before, but you may have missed it. We're doing 10 episodes a week off. 10 episodes a week off to give you a chance to catch up, to give us a chance to regain our energy. Well, just to
3: give this episode a chance to breathe, let it resound. Let it all sink
2: in. We're talking about nice guys. We're talking about when a guy calls himself a nice guy, should you believe them? Spoiler alert, no run for the hills.
3: Friend zoning, rape culture, consent, all of these topics that we just apparently can't stop talking about. But apparently it needs to be said. It doesn't go without saying that when we say no, we mean no. So anyway. Here we go. Fucking hell. I really, I actually don't want to do this. I know. I feel like I'm being, I'm not. uh, quite alarming to listen to, but I feel like I'm being held at gunpoint. I'm not. Feel like I am. The energy that I'm giving is really don't want to be here.
2: Because you're scared to do this topic or just you'd rather go to bed. (laughs)
3: Always (laughs) would rather go to bed. But ultimately, yeah. Too much to say. So many thoughts. Much anger. Much sadness. Mm -hmm. But also kind of it's one big fat joke as
2: usual. We're going to try and do this cuz we were just reading your messages and honestly I thought I might cry. I thought I was like mm. okay, I might cry in this episode, which I really don't fucking want to do. But it's like actually there's a lot to cry about. You've all got so many stories where it's like you're essentially being fucking abused and the fact that that is just so normalized. It's like oh, my friend um used to like force himself on me sometimes. It's like no, mm. that's not casual. This is depressing. This is fucking fucked. And we're going to try and construct some kind of fun little game show around this. (laughs)
3: <laughs> kind of here's the worst thing ever create an hour of fun around it <laughs> but
2: i think in reality we are going to be angry and i hope you're angry too
3: literally
2: around the topic of rape culture and nice guys and also i think i was just getting quite triggered by i mean i've said this in some of the episodes before but like our friends follow our page as well and things like that but then it's like sometimes you see people you know voting things in the polls that it's like oh i want to grab you by the shoulders and shake Who, you. has someone done that i saw one of my friends well i saw a few people i know voting so i did quite on the poll there was one that was like if if a guy described himself as a nice guy would you believe him and i put one as like lol never and one as a bit of a joke a bit of an ironic joke saying why would he lie
3: why would he lie though
2: and i saw people voting why would he lie like unironically
3: why would he lie like who can you tell me who a woman That's quite, it's it's quite frustrating for girls. It's kind of like, you're talking, but all I hear is pick me, pick me. (laughs) Or just a lack of- You're screaming and shouting and all I hear is pick me.
2: Why would he lie? Sorry, are you, have you been paying attention? Why would he lie?
3: Why wouldn't he lie? So recently I've been having this thing where I'm kind of thinking like, am I taking this? Is it too deep to me? Mm -hmm. Am I taking this? Is it, is it, is it becoming my whole, my whole personality is that I don't want girls to get raped, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like I'm kind of like, am I too, am I taking this too deep? Am
2: I too invested in, (laughs) in this, which I can't stop.
3: Am I too invested in my own safety apparently? (laughs) But recent, and I don't, and I'm kind of thinking, am I, am I a bit, am I jaded? Am I bitter? Am I angry? Or is the reality that kind of every woman that I know that would be honest, if I asked her, have you ever been uncomfortable in a sexual situation and gone along with it for your own safety or to keep them comfortable, yeah. they would say yes. Am I crazy or is that the truth? And recently, th- oh God, <laughs> I'm crying. Honestly, I think I'm it not could not happen. i but I lost my voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it's kind of that thing of like, am I am I berserk? Am I nuts? Or <laughs> like have I gone bananas? B A he A S. Daddy's gone mad, hasn't yeah. he? But honestly, Sephi and Wing have gone mad, haven't, haven't they? they? It really feels like, are we seeing this, right? So recently, like over the past kind of 48 hours, I think it was, yeah. um, when we're recording this now, a statistic came out where they are saying that 97% of women, um, at least in the UK, I believe, have been sexually assaulted. I think it was sexually harassed. Harassed. Fair enough. I would even stretch to sexually assaulted, but anyway, yeah, anyway. Same.
2: I think harassment kind of um, belittles it. It's like, is that not? Her-
3: well, harassment is kind of, sexual harassment is just how we, it's, it's, it's literally just one conversation with your boss. It doesn't cover it. It's like sexual harassment is kind of the whole plot of friends. <laughs> like Literally. sexual harassment is the very air that we breathe it's
2: every romantic story ever it's ever. like you coded my des- the things I desire in life are actually when you break it down to sexual harassment
3: absolutely are you kidding well, me so we're recently loving Jim Carrey <laughs> I feel like oh I'm, boy I'm dropping Let's bombshell go thought after that, bombshell thought over here there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason to what I'm coming out with can we talk about Jim Carrey <laughs> we're quite loving Jim Carrey yeah I was watching a, you know good old Jim Carrey best moments or something yeah oh no no it wasn't even it was Jim Carrey like speaking about manifesting and they had spliced in with his like words of wisdom then they would cut to like a scene from bruce almighty no, <laughs> and then it would be like word of wisdom like powerful like kind of classical music over the top and then cut to him with a long beard exactly yeah well that's i think isn't that evan
2: oh no i was thinking jim carrey has a big beard now
3: oh absolutely right okay okay
2: evan does grow a big beard that's evan almighty <laughs> right, okay
3: big mess over we're here we're mixing
2: jo- we're mixing films
3: right yeah so it's kind of beautiful like Hans Zimmer soundtrack, Jim Carrey talking about why you deserve everything that you desire in life. And then it cuts to a scene from an old classic, Bruce Almighty. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend. Despite this scene where he's walking down the street, and I believe the song is I Got the Power. <laughs> I don't <know>
1: what <laughs> Classic Jim.
3: Are you familiar with this? Yeah, yeah. But as he walks down the street, he's 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 basically, he has the power of God within him if you don't know the plot. And he does all these crazy things. Like I believe he makes his girlfriend, Jennifer Aniston's boobs bigger. Mm. So this scene where he's walking down the street, I got the power. Um, He's walking down the street, I got the power vibes. And he, I think makes a big gust of wind as, as a y- attractive young lady walks past. He creates a big gust of wind that lifts up her skirt and he looks back at her and he kind of... Sh- and she's like, ah! And she like screams and like runs and she's like holding her skirt down. And
2: this is a funny montage. And that's what I thought was funny when I was six years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're kind of a bit of you. like, I want Jim Carrey to make my skirt blow up. And he looks at my knickers and I go, ah! Exactly, that's how I learned to
3: live. How romantic. Yeah, that's how I learned my worth Yeah. as a child.
2: I know that my bum is my worth.
3: I need to look good enough yeah. to have my skirt blown up and make it cool and funny. And yeah. You just want to be chosen. So no wonder your friend is on the story going, pick me pick me why would they lie
2: and it's heartbreaking because it's like we've romanticized our own oppression mm-hmm. that's heartbreaking
3: yeah yeah it's disgusting oh god i'm i'm done already i'm um, get me out of here but I also Harry. love jim carrey Is that like
2: i'm trying to cling to jim carrey to get me out of this
3: this is also another thought that i'm having recently of kind of like We all have to take accountability, absolutely. However, that also coincides with we are all only symptoms of this society. Like, there's so much more that we can do. But also when you've learned, sometimes... I think if it's a woman feeling bad about the ways that she's internalised her own misogyny, it's kind of, don't, I would say. Like, don't. Yeah. Like, maybe you've got some apologies to give out. Fine. But I think it's a, it maybe isn't helpful. It's a little bit of a waste of time for us all to start becoming a little bit too navel-gazy about the ways that we've internalised this disgusting world. Because, of course, you would. What other choice do you have? Literally. But at the same time, do more. Be there. Show up. So much to do. Absolutely. But... You're already being tortured every day of your life. Don't add more torture.
2: And it's kind of an active part. We've got to play in unlearning all those behaviours and think, why would I like it if Jim, if I was cast as the girl in the film that Jim Carrey Mm. puts his little fingers up and your skirt blows up. Hot Girl 1. Yeah, Hot Girl 1. Why would I love to be cast as that? Oh my
3: God, mum, I just got the role of Hot Girl 1. It's like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, fuck. Feels
2: good. It's like, why would you like that? Why do you desire a werewolf and a vampire who one is who is a hundred and something years old fighting over you hmm. and a werewolf to imprint on your baby. And the other
3: one wants to rape your daughter. Mm. Yeah,
2: why do you desire that? Oh, because we were taught it. We were taught that violence is attractive. We were taught that bad guys are attractive. Mm. We all love Danny Zuko. We should have been going What's his name? Eugene.
3: <laughs> oh my this god. The... To be honest, should have been going for fucking, um. what's her name? Frenchie. Big time. Marty. To be
2: honest, if I'm not Rizzo. Marty's the star. Ma- let's be oh, real. Marty. But she was going for that weird old man. <laughs>
3: Marty's the star.
2: She's going for that weird old fucking man. He
3: was hot. I thought they were a hot couple. What's his
2: name? The old man at the dance. <laughs>
3: oh oh him not him not him that's not um is it bruce fontaine or something bruce fontaine yeah is it bruce or am i saying bruce because it's bruce almighty it's something fontaine it's something
2: fontaine
3: (laughs) (laughs) what on (laughs) earth i've got to find it out oh let me giggle it jesus fontaine greece oh it's not bruce but it's close Vince, Vince Fontaine, nice. Same nice, nice. energy. Yeah, big time. Same Vince energy. Fontaine, big American man, predator vibes. God, he really is an old man these days. I don't even think he's alive anymore. <laughs> oh, he died. Yeah, but he definitely did. He was about
2: fifty in that film, and he was seen as a hot guy.
3: No, he only died last year. Oh, really? Yeah, he's dead, dead and gone. So we don't have to worry about him <laughs> raping any of us <laughs> at a high school
2: dance. But he's a nice yeah. guy. He's a nice guy.
3: Well, it's just nice. It's just like, yeah, we'd love to be chosen. Everyone just wants mm. to be chosen. That's the vibe, isn't it? Okay, right. So nice guy. Yeah. Let's get into that.
2: Let's talk about nice guys because even just then, I want to pick up with the fact that I said we should have been going for Eugene. Joking that we obviously should not be, but it's like actually why he'd probably be just as fucking bad. But I've been nice, so you deserve to do this, if
3: not worse, so
2: much worse, so much worse because there's an entitlement of, but I'm a nice boy, you owe me, I'm different, I'm not like Danny Zuko who's gonna fuck you on a beach and then pretend he doesn't know you at school. Yeah, it's
3: I'm not like that. I'm I'm gonna fuck you in my single bed and then pretend I don't know you at school. Exactly. So it's like actually we shouldn't be going for any of these fuckers. I'm I'm the same as him, just less hot and more annoying. Just way worse just i'm literally the same as the hot bad guys just not hot not attractive a bit funnier maybe and a bit meaner and a bit
2: angry very angry almost angry that they haven't got that girls aren't interested it's incel it's the energy incel vibe of like girls don't want me and i am entitled as a man to vaginas i'm entitled to boobs and the fact that they're not paying me any attention means that i will just go and go out and get them at any means possible and i'll play the nice card but actually i'm a rapist
3: the problem with us having these conversation on a podcast is uh, with half the things you said I just I have nothing to say back I'm speechless yeah I'm speechless I'm reduced to nothing I'm reduced to tears honestly which means I have nothing to say back it's just like yeah what she said like fucking get me out of here it's true
2: well maybe we should go through some of the answers here because mm-hmm. I mean some of the things you were saying as I said I mean we just had a little wee break before we started because we already talked for like an hour before we start anyway just to get the energies aligned <laughs> um and I was just reading through and it's like yeah I'm, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'm gonna cry but fuck off Like, this shit is cryable. Like, this is unfair. Also, I think we should mention what's going on in the news.
3: Yeah, go on, you go. Can you do it? Oh, for goodness sake. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, recently... Um, it's not an isolated incident. I'm not going to go into it too much because we can't we kind of can't reduce this massive topic down to one tragedy. Yeah. Because the weight of that tragedy in itself is far more massive than even this whole topic. It's
2: a systemic issue. It's not personal about the people. Yeah,
3: exactly. And also don't want to use yeah. well it's just yeah, anyway. So recently there's been some, there's been violence against women and very recently there was um kind of right now. Basically that a Pieces of women's bodies are being found, of one woman's body, are being found in the UK because women get attacked on the streets constantly and there's a lot it's obviously opening up it's just a regurgitation of the discourse that we get kind of every 10 months about women should stay inside and they should learn not to get raped versus how about don't rape us
2: and like what was she wearing though in the fucking thing this i thought this was so interesting in the fucking there was an article i guess it was like a bbc thing they were saying and she was wearing trainers and she was wearing leggings it's like the fact you had to draw attention to the fact that she was wearing sensible clothing therefore it wasn't her fault it's like okay well what if If she was wearing a literal bikini, then she deserved it. Or if she was wearing a thong, then she deserved it no you had to literally yeah. just to um show you the fact that she's a nice girl this shouldn't have happened to her it's like no any woman should be able to walk down the fucking street and not get attacked by a policeman
3: yeah it's fucked yeah. well let's not even get into the police fuck this i don't want
2: to talk about it <laughs> so now let's go into how everyone's getting attacked
3: Fucking hell.
2: <laughs> we will be like we're gonna put some harry potter things in here somewhere you know
3: yeah yeah energy's
2: good energy's good <laughs> bad it's really bad
3: yeah we're gonna offset the rape culture with some jokes that we're gonna make about a franchise that came from a transphobic author perfect <laughs> it's just all around good vibes
2: i wanted to start with this one just because it was a really good dm oh and i saved it at 11 11 i can see in my screenshot oh nice it's a sign i wish for no more rape i wish for safety for all women <laughs> a girl can dream honestly
3: although now it's never gonna come true yeah
2: yeah it's like and now we know the law of attraction isn't real so they said, I had my phone stolen and was crying at the bus stop. A man came mm. up to me.
3: Sorry, can we just stop? I wasn't ready emotionally. I know. <laughs> what i haven't even said it yet sefi you said this is a good one to start all right okay, you go, just know go. no i
2: think it's i think this sums up the themes of this topic because i think also okay. i don't want people to be confused nice guys there are nice guys there are nice guys it's like look we're not yeah. discussing this we're not discussing not all men
3: we're not discussing decent people no. obviously
2: well we're also discussing the fact that it is seen as decent to like this isn't this is a normalized behavior this is allowed like men behave like this and still get called nice and still get rewarded mm-hmm. so these are kind of the men you're looking at these are the everyday people that are behaving like this
3: absolutely yeah but they're not decent people no we're not talking about actually nice people
2: but i also don't want to make it sound like there are just some villains in society it's like no no oh no you're the boy you're talking to
3: mm. have you have you
2: seen have you seen what he's like yeah like this isn't just like a minority no this is a huge amount of the population that are allowed to behave like this go on i had my phone stolen and was crying at the bus stop oh, see, that's
3: what i don't like her phone's been stolen i hate that
2: yeah give it's suddenly like you're alone Where's
3: fucking phone give me her fucking phone right fuck now pissing me off
2: well i don't think he stole it
3: <laughs> well whoever fucking stole it i want it back <laughs> on her person by the end of today thank you
2: well it gets a lot worse it gets a lot worse oh, I'm so-
3: <laughs> I can't. <laughs> go on,
2: go on. When we can do this. So, I had my phone stolen, was crying at the bus stop. A man came up to sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. No, we're not stopping again. At the
3: bus stop. She's crying at the bus stop. I, I'm i being dead fucking serious. This is this is awful. <laughs> we're not even at the half of it. Jesus. Go on. <laughs> go on.
2: I had my phone stolen and I was crying at the bus stop and a man came up to me and was being quote unquote nice. He got the same bus as me and basically trapped me in my seat and said that I owed him a kiss because he had been so nice to me i said no but he forced himself on me <gasps> trauma on trauma and then a shrug emoji and it's so true shrug emoji are we not fucking used to this it's so sad i
3: don't want shrugs i want hugs i don't want shrugs i want hugs you <laughs> come here right now baby come here i'm wrapping my arms around you i'll never let you go what the hell do you not r- relate it's like sorry yeah. what well i'll never go outside again i'm never going outside again they're right yeah lock the fucking doors yeah bubble wrap me up put me under the bed With my fucking Sims and my Doritos.
2: Deliveroo till I die. I will not be going to the
3: shops. And call it a day.
2: Yeah, because it's like nowhere's fucking safe. Like the bus stop. It's like, yeah, okay, that, that should be a harmless place. You're literally waiting for a bus. Nope, nope, broad daylight. Yeah. What was she wearing? Oh, turns out a jumper and fucking jeans. Mm, yeah no
3: well the problem is as we're saying that this man who is owed a kiss for some reason because he was not harassing someone for a 20 minute bus ride apparently that means you deserve a kiss okay the problem is i think for a long time that man has been this hypothetical figure of psychopath this hypothetical figure of evil or a a hypothetical figure of an anomaly of man. Whereas actually he works in Big Tesco and he served me last night. Actually he, is at the petrol station when I'm filling up my car he's giving me the side eye kind of funny and I try and leave before he gets to me. He's your friend. He's my fucking mate at the pub. This is
2: the thing. I think we have this myth that it's like the people that rape you the people that attack you are this stranger hiding in the bushes that's going to attack you and it's like 1% of psychopath men. He's a weird guy and blah blah no. blah. No. No. The messages we're getting we know it's there's some statistic I don't know it it's most likely going to be someone you know it's most likely going to be your fucking mate it's most likely going to be your teacher. a man in a position of power that has power over you in your life, you already know this man. There are the minute cases where it's like, okay, this man jumped out of the bush and attacked you. No, realistically, it's going to be mate of a mate of a mate at a party.
3: It's your ex-boyfriend who you went to the police about four times and they didn't do anything. And now you're dead. Yeah. Because we don't, you're dead because people don't believe women. Is that what we're doing? And it's kind of, um, how many times have you seen... People commenting on um, the villain or people commenting on an abuser or a murderer or a quote-unquote psychopath and they say, oh, never, never, Dave's a great guy, I never would have saw that, never, ever, never was like that to me, they're on the news saying he's always been so nice, playing with my kids, really friendly guys, yes, because they are among us. It's not like a coincidence that just like, oh, on the off occasion, it's an your evil mate. man sneaks into society. It's all of us. This is why it's like, yeah, it's
2: important for women to be saying this. It's the classic thing. Women, Every woman knows someone that's been attacked, someone that's been raped, someone that's been abused, someone's been harassed, everyone's been harassed. Mm. But no men know these men because they are them. Their mates are them. Yeah. It's normal behaviour. But, but, and they also
3: can't, they, they wouldn't even know that it is no, them. And no. they wouldn't even know that it is their mates. Yeah, because the behaviour has been so normalised that they don't realise that that behaviour is a problem or a bad thing.
2: It's not some dirty little secret. They're all like, right, let's club together and hide this from the women. No, it's not like that. It's no. just casual fucking behaviour. It's locker room banter. It's rape jokes. It's all of the things. It's catcalling.
3: It's Jim Carrey walking down the street with the power of God to lift up a person's skirt and her running away going, ah, ah, screaming. She's screaming pulling down her skirt and i'm supposed to laugh as like a six-year-old girl that doesn't go away
2: and we don't watch that film and think oh jim carrey's character in that film was just
3: just sexually harass somebody sort of
2: an abuser yeah he sexually harassed someone we genuinely think god i want to be jennifer aniston with the big boobs that he just created on me (laughs) yeah i want that
3: sick don't make me sick the rank don't make me sick but we do we watch that and we're
2: supposed to place ourselves there yeah. oh, i want to kiss jim carrey under the giant moon that he kind of pulls down yeah,
3: and kind of fucks up the tide and have giant tits no no that's the one word for the pod isn't it no no you could end it there but also if I said no you wouldn't believe me (laughs) that's the thing yeah seems to mean nothing anyway this is the thing that
2: guts me to my core though because it's like yeah I know you listening if you're a decent person agree with us Mm. you know you've Mm. experienced this this has been like literally your life experience but I just fucking know we're in such an echo chamber and when I leave this podcast when Mm. I leave my circles of people that I like and I go and engage with people and I see it I see that people don't believe this and people don't recognise this and it's so easy to dismiss and
3: do you have the energy to because I feel like I'm at a point now where I'm like I don't really know if I can try to convince you
2: and I don't think it's my job to but
3: not even that it's it's just kind of like I don't know if I can take you laughing in my face when I'm being dead fucking serious that I I'm actually gonna cry do
2: it she's she's gone
3: I'm in shock why am I crying because it's
2: fucking literally gutting She's gone.
3: Actually, wait. I'm gonna be sick. God, really? It's just, it's just annoying. Um... (sighs) God, like <laughs> properly reduced to tears. I'm like starting a fundraiser to get that girl's phone <laughs> back. Let me actually find something that I saved.
2: But wait, 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 wait. I think it's, no, no, I actually because... think it's important. I'm kind of glad
3: it's been you, not me. <laughs> I bet you are. Um. <laughs> so I'm we, quite... Yeah, okay. So right, I found this. I didn't, I didn't found it. and go looking for it. But I saw this earlier. It's a tweet from, from a woman. And, it, and it's, she's put it on her Instagram. So she's reusing the, I like that. Content, she's making the most of her content. Cross-platform. Nice. Stunning. She says, I think it's safe to say that many women are currently experiencing the stress response and are in fight, flight or freeze mode. I'm currently in freeze. Can't say anything about the news. Can't form a coherent sentence. I feel you, Fiona. I feel you. Relatable. Just processing. It's okay if you're feeling that too. And the caption of that post, so that was a tweet that she put on Instagram, (laughs) and the caption of that Instagram post is, we're tired. But... And I know i'm going I'm bringing up a whole different topic now, but it does really, to me, emphasize that, like, as awful as this is, it is awful, obviously. and I'm sure Fiona's great. I and I completely agree with her. I think when Fiona as a white woman, I'm not gonna stop saying Fiona because it's not about her. but when a white woman says, "I'm tired, I'm exhausted, this is really, really hard." We listen more than we do when all of the black women in June, May of last year, whatever, were coming out yeah. saying, I'm fucking knackered and I don't want to talk about this anymore. And like, I can't teach you. And why should I? But it's like, but I don't know. Because it's knackering. It's absolutely knackering. And you should have, there
2: should be no need, one, to go through it. And then also to have to explain to people why it's traumatic to go through it and then have them say, nah, I actually don't think that it's like that. Back to your face. mm <sighs> Wing's gone
3: for what she's wrong gone with me
2: because it's upsetting also it's it's fucking upsetting
3: I think it's also it's like what so women's day literally what three days ago? big fat women's day that was so, so the celebration for women is we're going to chop them up and sprinkle parts of their bodies all over the mm, uk dang. question mark am i allowed to say that's probably a bit too dark
2: but no i think we fucking say it look it's fucking happening it's
3: it's disgusting it's just it's a horrible life horrible life it's a horrible life to be honest yeah it's a horrible life it's a
2: wonderful life we remake it it's a horrible life <laughs> You
3: know, when I was born, the song "Wonderful Life" by Black was playing. I don't know that song. It's a really, really good song, and I kind of—it kind of makes me feel like a prophet. <laughs> it's kind of like, am I a gift from God? <laughs> like, oh, I know you are. Yeah, no,
2: you're gonna click your fingers and make women's skirts blow up.
3: Yeah, if you don't know that song, you should. Well, it's kind—it's of, kind of like you're not gonna listen to it in your in your passing day, but it's a really good song to be born to because it's very much like, yeah, true. It's a wonderful life. Wow, I really love it. Anyway. Yeah, so I'm crying over here, apparently, because I'm like really sad about women or something. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what this is. But it's true. Fiona can't form a coherent sentence, and neither can I. Should we pause and come back?
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you.
0: From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
3: Moonpig.com
1: Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary
3: Well, actually, sorry, let me just quickly say, yeah. I think what's getting me is the frustration of like, and why I bring up Black Lives Matter and things like that, because it's it's really unfortunate that this is how these things are sustained, because we're fucking knackered. Like, this is, this is how these things carry on, is because, how do you change the status quo when you, you're just trying to live a life? Mm. do you know what i mean
2: yeah you're literally trying to just feed your kids do loads of other things do your job blah blah blah
3: exactly yes yeah. like I'm, I'm actually really busy yeah yeah and it's
2: like actually in the moments between you you've come back from work you're having an argument with your boyfriend blah blah, blah. in the moments of you getting on the bus in those mm. moments where you're just transitioning from one part of your life to the next part of your life to do your work do your job to get through this fucking wonderful life quote-unquote
3: <laughs> apparently we
2: actually in those moments it's like oh fuck i've lost my phone Oh, and now I have a man trying to kiss me.
3: Mm-mm. No. I think it's really frustrating too, because it, it's frustrating in itself, just in the sense of this is awful what's happening to women. And at the moment in the UK over the past kind of 72 hours and probably for the next couple of days, there's a bit of a buzz around this conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think it's frustrating on another on another level, on another level, on another level, that it's just really, really, I think, so epitomises all of the black lives matter stuff but it's just really interesting for lack of a better word to see the difference in treatment or the difference in how we report things or the difference in social messaging about it it's kind of it's kind of like look i'm not calling fiona out i literally don't know who this woman is but it's like fiona did you say anything in june 2020 were you tired then as well Mm. i'm sure this woman's great love her absolutely love her I'm sure she's absolutely amazing, but I'm and I'm sure she did say something. But that it's just kind of that thing of like, oh, now we get it. Now we know what it's like to be exhausted. Now you actually feel it
2: because you can see yourself in it, and it's a direct threat to you.
3: Yeah, and I think it just there's so many people have have a real problem with empathy. Like that, yeah, not it's not a, a behavior they can. It's not something they have. And, I, and I'm sure Fiona absolutely does have it. And it's really unfortunate that she's become the poster child of like evil to me, not the case <laughs> at all. But just kind of using that as an example of like, and now we get it and I'm sure she always got it, but. But there are lots of other people who didn't get it at the time and now they want to suddenly be so upset. I don't know what I'm going on about. I don't know. Well, it's kind of people...
2: This is also the whole problem with not all men and also white women kind of not believing the Black Lives Matter thing and not actually taking any stance on it because it's really easy to not feel engaged mm. until they're knocking on your front door. And it's like, oh, okay. So we, we see what's going on there. It's like, so really we all need to fucking mm. band together and, and do something about this rather rather than waiting till it directly mm-hmm. affects us. Because how on earth then can white women expect men to do anything when they did nothing for the black people that were being fucking killed?
3: Well, when they're further perpetuating, they would rather have the black women take the brunt of it too. Yeah. It's not that they they don't know how to stop it. It's that they want it to still be that way.
2: Yeah, literally. Yeah, because it, it it um diverts it, but it doesn't it's divert. It's kind of give
3: them a common enemy, exactly, yeah. It
2: doesn't divert, it doesn't do anything, and why would you want that? But it's,
3: it's hard, it's also, it's I, so I was having but... a conversation with my friend the other day, and she was saying, um she was like, oh, and I crossed, there was loads of, there was like a group of boys or whatever, and I crossed the street or whatever, and I was like, oh, well, probably also because they're black. And she was like, no, no, oh my God, no, it's just because when I was walking there, blah, 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 and I was like, look, you can not deny the racial... You can, you can say that I'm making everything about race, but I'm not making everything about race. Everything is about race. And the sooner you actually discuss it and see your own behaviors in it, then you change it rather than being like, no, 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 I don't, I don't see race or whatever. It's like, well, look, we're never gonna solve anything. It's kind of the sooner, like by going, yeah, women are equal, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, we're equal in lots of ways, but there is so much more to be done. And if you wanna sit around saying, pick me, pick me, men don't lie, men are nice. You're, we're only getting further away it's a kind of like well that's your daughter who's gonna bear the brunt of it if you think you if you could think you can take it for yourself you've decided that that you're okay to be treated like that okay well then what if it's another woman that you care about what if it's your child sorry i'm really i don't know what's going on
2: no it's fucking depressing <coughs> is this the prime content everyone wanted because <laughs> fucking hope so <laughs>
3: what are you doing to me honestly
2: open a podcast oh nice guys got the word nice in it'd probably be quite interesting i
3: thought it'd be nice
2: yeah might be a nice episode no 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 boy were you wrong no 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 okay we're talking about rape we're talking about white supremacy should we talk about friend zoning yeah okay let's talk about friend zoning whatever that is so i put this on the story actually in terms of friend zoning we did all of the tap 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 threes then we put up a tweet that said you think getting friend zoned is bad imagine your creepy male friend thinking you owe them sex i think that just fucking sums it up Friend zoning is enti- like if, if you are angry about being friend zoned, you feel entitled to sex. Mm-hmm. You feel entitled to be viewed as a romantic
3: interest why absolutely i don't know what gave you that impression he's literally taking notes next to you you're you're crying your heart out and he's taking notes saying right that's 35 minutes of tears so that gives me approximately seven minutes of sex that gives
2: me a, i think i'm entitled to a hand job.
3: he's taking fucking notes on you okay
2: well actually i bought you dinner that time so i think that will be a kiss and a little blowjob
3: literally no
2: no, you little cunt you fucking free.
3: I also think it's the kind of for, for a boy kind of being associated with a hot girl as I know you all are listening
2: oh and boy don't we know it because we know because we look and we've said it before we know because we look at your fucking pictures, mate. We're well,
3: eyeing you out like nobody's business. Yeah. Kind of being able to publicly align yourself with a hot girl.
2: An honour. For a
3: boy. Especially one that's, if he's known as a nice boy. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, he's sound, he's sound. It's like, yeah, because he's a fucking loser, probably. Yeah. He's got nothing going for him. You're the best thing that's ever happened to him and you don't really like him that much. And he's trying to fuck you. That's, but women are magical. Oh, don't we fucking know it. Do you know what I mean? There is a power of a woman. Oh, for sure. Oh, there's
2: not a power. It's the power like i just honestly think it's there's nothing more stunning to be
3: it's the power it's the only power the power of life the power yeah so nice to the secret by Ron byrne
2: jim carrey's
3: quick. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever friend zoned someone
2: i friend zone people constantly i feel <laughs> i think but i don't view it as friend zone mm. because that you were in no other zone no
3: but have you got a story there is
2: no other zone for you yeah you entered my life as a friend you're lucky you made it this far and unless you are one of the very lucky people you remain yeah. in the friend zone it's not even a zone it's the only area you will ever know from
3: me have you had any what, a friend that went sour no. at night i had a friend that went sour let me think you know when it's like oh you're not that fit anyway kind of like they cat call you and then you walk off and then it's like oh didn't even want you anyway you think you're too good for me it's like yeah i'm way too good for you <laughs> like jesus glad somebody said it. elephant in the room i am way above your ranks thank you very much
2: (laughs) (laughs) you said it not me you took the words right out of my mouth i can't think of any that went sour in the way that's like there's an anger but i definitely um oh my god you just fucking know it when a friend is pushing things with you yeah you feel you just know it you feel
3: obliged yeah 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 it's the coercion to appease Mm. a little kind of smelly (laughs) willy I I just think it's like
2: a lot of the case a lot of the times you know you can be really good friends with someone but I know that if I was to try it with you you'd go for it and that makes me uncomfortable because I, I wouldn't I don't find these people attractive most of the time or I would kind of go for it yeah but it's like I know that if I were to make a move you would go and that is not that doesn't feel absolutely like a like a friendship should because i know that if i were to make a move on you it would be a hard no Exactly. And that's how a friendship yeah. should be yeah
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah and Un- what well, if that's the dynamic you've set up that's the thing is um it's kind of it makes the, rela- the relationship very transactional in the sense that it's typically with a strong friendship like ours i would say mm. i'm sure i speak for both of us when i say the friendship resounds it does resound heavily when i say that it's very everything is reciprocated and it's very mutual and it's kind of the consent is mutual we're not having sex but like <laughs> despite what kind of everyone seems to think <laughs> <laughs> yes everyone it's kind of we're um we're swing. <laughs> What swing? That's our name. Um it's kind of we're um what are they called? Larry. Larry Stylinson. Ooh, love it. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I... heard...
2: you know the Larry? Yeah, I went down a big TikTok hole of it.
3: I can imagine you getting quite into it.
2: I was. For about 40 minutes, I was big time into it.
3: You're kind of emailing modest management saying, how dare you? They were young homosexual men and you ruined their lives. Honestly. I
2: do think, I do think something was going on there. There was also a thing about some girls in Fifth Harmony <coughs> that I went down a TikTok hole of that they oh, really? were potentially, there was maybe a thing going on there. Was it Camilla? Camilla and one of the other ones. Lauren. Lauren, yeah, that rings a bell. Um, And there were some like little clips of them looking at each other side-eyes during an interview and I got very into that for about, 50 minutes and then forgot all about (laughs) it yeah yeah as you do on tiktok and then the
3: tiktok algorithm gave you something new yeah have
2: you ever friend zoned someone and had it go sour
3: my whole life yeah
2: it's just isn't that just having male friends
3: yeah a bit and also um, I also feel like it's the, it's funny you know what it, it kind of so it made me think of this one incident actually on my first ever night of university like my first ever night on campus <laughs> nice it's funny that you were there too were you there on the first day yeah I was there first day but didn't know you yet first day first move in day no I just hadn't met you yet that's what we said Honestly, the other day. Michael Bublé Michael Bublé is the third person in our friendship um, <laughs> Um, my first night of uni I obviously went out and then came back and my flatmate at the time was a fucking well whatever I'm sure he's a really nice guy (laughs) but I came back I'd obviously been out whatever he had been out too I actually think we went out like in the same we were at the same place or whatever blah 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 and I came back I don't know like 10 minutes before him first night of university first fucking night like not first night of like school not first night of class like first night of like moving in of turning up yeah so you know what it is it's big being polite to everyone you meet which only emphasises the balming the ego of every man you encounter
2: and you've got a big smile on your face when you talk to anyone yeah Ah.
3: It's like big acting times. It really was. Big performance. Yeah. So men are like, God she's keen on me. Well yeah. He's like, Jesus. Um basically what happened was I was in my room like ten I'd got back like ten minutes before and I heard him get in to the flat. And then I hear like a load of scrambling about or whatever. And then I hear a, <laughs> it's like fucking hell, you're so like Jesus, this guy. Gee, here we fucking go. Men are trash, hey. <laughs> Ultimate scrap. He knock, knock, knock on my door. Knock thought, on your door. Hell. Already weird. Knock on my door. Like I've gone out. I've have got under. I've like taken it. Like it's like I'm. I, it's bedtime vibes. It's like I've just met you. Get off my door. I'm snuggled, like thinking oh, I'm not gonna see my boyfriend, but for a whole term. Like yeah. I'm kind of heartbroken. Not really. I was having a whale of a time, but. I I'm ready for a good night's sleep, to say the least. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock on my door and I let him in, oh, obviously. God. He's like, I can't get into my, I can't get into my room. Like, the key is, like, fucked or whatever. I was like, fucking hell.
2: I'm not keen on this story already. So I come out,
3: trod along the hallway. Yeah, it's not going well, is it? No. I open the door, basically, first try. I'm a fucking genius, obviously. And he doesn't go in. Oh, Jesus. He follows me back to my room. I'm like, fuck, I don't know this fucking guy. So I am like in my room. Was this the weird guy that used to steal your soul? Yes. And like emptied out all your things? Oh my God. I came back from fucking Christmas break one time. All I wanted was a tea. It was like 11pm at night. Like I'd been driving for like two hours. All I wanted was a fucking tea. And he'd used all my sugar. So I thought, and I replaced it with salt. Oh, he'd replaced it with salt. That was the
2: weird thing. I replaced it with salt to catch him. What do you mean? You, you filled, <laughs> wait, you're the weird one in that. No, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were kind of running a prank patrol barney and the ninjas too well i i fucking hated his guts you'll hear why in a minute but basically he was using my sugar and i had my sugar decanted into this beautiful glass jar no he'd use every last scrap of my sugar <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> every glass grain so i thought your tea is gonna be salty tomorrow you know why because i'm dumping a fucking big <laughs> bag of salt <laughs> into this jar and the next time you make your tea good luck to you anyway <laughs>
2: so- <laughs> good luck to you my friend <laughs> so last time you mess with me <laughs>
3: so he just wanted a tea. Anyway. Anyway, flashback. He's at the door. I just wanted a fucking tea. Yeah, flashback. First night of uni. He comes into my room and he makes himself right at home, obviously, because he's entitled to a young woman's space, as he should be. Dot, dot, dot. And I was just kind of stood. I was like, yeah, like, let's kind of, let's wrap this up. He was like, oh, like, you know, I just sit here and talk all night. It's like, Jesus. I really couldn't. I really, really couldn't do that. That makes one of us. (laughs) basically he ended up saying things like you know if you didn't have a boyfriend 100 we'd be having sex that is disgusting it's like do you really
2: think so also i met this guy later at a party again i don't think <laughs> i knew you yet but it just turned out i knew this guy can you imagine me having sex with him <laughs> i honestly couldn't imagine anyone having sex
3: with him if pigs could fucking fly <laughs> <laughs> he's having sex when pigs fly I- <laughs> Literally, what the fuck was he thinking? Until then, I'm not joking. He's absolutely raping people. Absolutely. Every sexual encounter he has, I can confidently say, is sexual assault. Because that person has no idea God, of consent, awful. has no idea of... um. A woman's boundaries, for example. Anyway, basically, he was just in my bedroom all fucking night, wouldn't leave. I literally thought, am I getting raped tonight? Multiple times. It kind of puts a sting on the the first day in the flat vibes. <laughs> it kind, yeah. of, kind of kills the vibe. It's like, oh, I've just arrived. I'm starting my new
2: vibe here. Oh, mm-hmm. I see what's going on. Same old shit same old shit, but now I live with them.
3: And also, what I really don't like about that story is that I didn't tell my boyfriend. I get it, because you don't want to scare him. It's like, I'm fine. I didn't want to put the fear of fucking God in him. It's like, I'm living with a rapist. It's like, I'm living with someone who has literally said, if you didn't exist, he would would be even more all over me than he is now. Jesus. Also, it's quite scary that he's so sure. It's like, not that you have no part in that. But also, he wouldn't leave my room. It's very hard to get someone out of your room politely is very hard when also you're trying so hard to make people like you yeah yeah. So actually I really just I just want to be safe in my bed. There was not a night in that flat that I didn't lock my door. Oh my god. god. And I remember one time I didn't lock my door, I had a nap in the day. God, first year of uni vibes, it was sweet. I had a nap in the day. <laughs> so nice. What a luxury life. And I it was obviously such a I was in such a like light sleep in this nap that I had a dream that I'd obviously taken note of the fact that I hadn't locked my door and I was sleeping and I had a dream that all the boys in my blog came in. Oh. And were like kind of all yeah it was awful but he would it's always tricky. say things to me like you're you know don't worry like i told all them boys like you're taken so like they they got it because they were all asking it it's like you know so you owe me i remember he said and i thought oh. i don't fucking
2: owe you oh you shit oh god also knowing this boy yeah i was about
3: to say it's, it's unfortunate that you don't know who i'm talking about but
2: anyway oh it's embarrassing it is embarrassing and scarring there's something about um, that moment when you're in in a room with a, a boy a man and you think oh fuck okay I see what's going on here because I remember having that um, in a tent with a boy once and realising oh shit yeah. I see what's going on here and it was me and my friend and it was a boy kind of from like two years above it was at a party and people were camping how old are you? Um, I was like 14 I think mm. um, and he must have been like 16, 17 maybe I was 15 I don't know and we were in a tent and he was like oh I've got to show you something in the tent i've got to show you something and you're as a little 14 year old you kind of know what's going on but it's also like
3: boy from the year above might want to like i don't know like i'm hanging out with him you're still trying to be polite the most important thing you have is not your safety it's being nice
2: Mm, i had no interest in getting with this guy i had no interest in any of that but it's like oh i wouldn't mind being kind of chosen talked to by a year boy in the year above Mm. yeah exactly so i went into this tent with him and it's, it's just kind of like it's that moment of realization where you're like oh he's zipped up the tent yeah Oh, okay, I'm in here alone okay he's a lot bigger than me okay i need to get out of this and how does that happen and i need to do it without bruising his ego in any mm-hmm, way or mm-hmm. if this is fucking gonna get fucked yeah so i need to i need to get out in the safest and almost polite way to impossible and then
3: you've got the whole thing is
2: kind of like am i mm. making this all up in my head and then it's fine and then you see him later at the party and it's like oh it's fine then you're
3: also like probably nothing's happened like
2: you gaslight yourself yeah, yeah like you know society would gaslight you yeah that nothing was happening and that he was just wanted to chat with you in a in a dark tent in a dark corner it's like don't be ridiculous no you fucking didn't you wanted to rape me
3: fucking
2: hell. i don't yeah jesus
3: fucking hell mm.
2: but this is the thing we all have fucking and hell. that isn't just even one percent of the stories i could tell you right now that's just one encounter and that's what i was about to
3: say look we could go back yeah. and forth with stories all day which just shows that
2: that's not even one i would even really consciously remember until you say say that thing about leave trying to leave and it's like no it's not even notable actually they're they're not standout experiences yeah. i actually speaking of that someone dm this was actually no. a while ago but it's a dm that stayed with me they were saying that they're talking about catcalling, they just found our catcalling episode and they were talking about that and she was saying like Have you guys got catcalled? and I realised that I'd been catcalled twice already that day. Twice. I went for a walk in the morning and I'd been catcalled twice. Yeah. I was not wearing a sexy little outfit middle of winter. And if I was, still not acceptable. <laughs> but it's like, no, these experiences just brush off you like fucking water. Mm.
3: It's not like each
2: one is so standout. Well,
3: that's the problem. They
2: don't brush off you. They go in. They it's almost, they don't brush off you like water. They soak you. Yeah. You're drenched. But you But drenched. But they're so normal. You forget them. They're inside you. You don't almost remember the specific incidences. It just
3: becomes a part of you. You remember
2: the feeling that they give you and you just absorb that and carry that around in your life so now you're looking over your shoulder 24 7
3: yeah jesus all i said was have you ever (laughs) friend (laughs) zoned (laughs) anyone fucking hell (laughs) jesus is this a good uplifting? honestly
2: goes without saying doesn't it i don't know what this podcast is. (laughs) It's like, and this week we're sponsored by... It's like, no one's sponsoring this.
3: (laughs) No one. Literally, brands are running a mile. I really like this message someone said um, about like nice boys, apparently the myth of nice boys. Where are they? I don't see them. Um, They said, they're nice until their niceness doesn't get them what they want, i.e. sex or your attention. And it's so true, kind of, that their niceness is just like a weapon of exchange for whatever they for the gonna, transaction
2: they desire yeah
3: get from you but i was thinking do we have any like like what's the kind of like a red flag what's the kind of sign mm. that it's like beware if if it's this kind of do you know what i mean
2: i think it's go on watch how they treat women they don't fancy because i always think that with That's a, a guy one. when they're being so nice to me okay well i'm gonna look at see how you treat women you don't fancy yeah i'm gonna have a look at how you're treating the sort of the older women the younger women the women that are not societally meet the mold of what is attractive i'm gonna watch how you fucking treat them Mm
3: -hmm.
2: because then it's like that's how you treat me then no fuck it you don't you don't get to only be nice to
3: i'm every woman it's all in me yeah
2: you don't you don't get to treat it's just it's just like okay so you're only treating me like this because you want to have sex with me Got it. So you're not nice. So you're not nice to me. Mm-hmm. What about you?
3: Um, I kind of think it's, um, it's kind of love bombing. Yeah. It's very hard for people to not fall into someone saying, oh my God, like-
2: You're the most beautiful woman. If
3: 70% of your conversations are about how much they love speaking to you and only 30% of the conversation is actual substance. Yeah, yeah. Then I don't actually think they love speaking to you. I don't actually think they have any connection to you. I don't actually think there's anything that isn't vapid there. I think they're telling you exactly what they have learned. That they think you want to hear in order to get something from you. Completely. It's kind of, I've I've never had this um, connection had this, with anyone. At, yeah, shut the fuck up.
2: You think she's fucking stupid? Well, t- kind of, um, You're so beautiful. You're the most beautiful girl ever. Like, all of this shit. It's like... Yawn. I'm yawning. Yawn. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know, cunt.
3: Literally No. You and whose army? (laughs) It's that you've
2: got an agenda here. You've got an agenda. Yeah. I think there are so many red flags. When you actually break it down, it's like so many of the behaviours that we even... Not even accept, but romanticise, are actually just, um, like, systemic abuse and harassment coming back to us through a new form.
3: Maybe it's not even learning the red flags is the issue at this point i almost think it's that all of us deep down it's not that we don't we can't spot it it's that we spot it and then do nothing about it it's that we spot it and yeah. then continue to bomb their ego we spot it and then continue to go along with whatever they say because it's very hard not to but this is kind of what i was crying earlier of like i i don't i don't really the way out of this seems very very challenging
2: yeah i, d- I don't see it personally
3: it's a lot to ask of people to try and reason with like murderers it's very hard it's a lot to ask
2: and also when you've been allowed to operate in a world so easily that oh you fancy that girl just go and get it then just go and take her it's literally just everyone just is ripe for the picking from you
3: yeah and if she's not interested she's gay or she's frigid or she's fucking ugly anyway she's butters
2: (laughs) got a boyfriend she's already under the
3: of another man mm, she's already
2: under the ownership of another man therefore you cannot have her kind of
3: that what is that classic thing they respect another man's like authority over you more than they respect your ability to say no yeah it's fucking true it is true
2: i think when you've been operating in the world with that level of ease and entitlement someone challenging that and saying oh no you you actually fucking can't laugh at a rape joke it's not oh it's edgy humor no you actually can't fucking laugh like that's not funny it's not funny
3: well it's almost if you're laughing are you also i also if you are laughing because you know that rape is wrong are you acting like rape is wrong every day in your life what are you doing to fight the court the cause of against the rapists? what are you doing then yeah like because if it's not outweighed and who you are do you know what i mean it's very easy to be like i'm, I'm laughing because it's just funny it doesn't mean like i actually support it it's like but if i examine your life you do support rape
2: you do nothing to protect
3: women and
2: educate men
3: because most of us are brought up to support rape. It's not an accident. It's very, very much an intentional. Oh, so, I what, can... what do you do to? What makes this feel better to you? I
2: actually could fucking cry to it. It's an absolute yeah. fucking joke.
3: I think what makes it better for me. Yeah. I'll answer is kind of no matter what. I know there's something. There's something. I, it's the magic thing. It's like there, there is something magical about about woman <sighs> yeah. as a concept. So yeah course there is and and just like on a really really micro level like no kind of systemic change like nothing happens from that it's just my innate knowing of i can operate within the world of all of the strength of every Mm -hmm. woman behind me because whether they want to admit it or not we are all unified in these experiences like whether you want to scream pick me pick me No, men are are great. Of course men are great. But if you want to scream, pick me, pick me. Whether you want to admit it or not, we are all unified in this... Experience. Injustice. Literally injustice. Just
2: the idea that women, we
3: all experience the idea of
2: you're walking down the fucking street and there's tap 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 feet behind you and you're fucking terrified mm. I always think this with when I'll be walking down a street like late at night and there'll be a guy walking really close behind me and it, he'll just walk straight past like he'll overtake me or whatever and it's like you should be educated in the fact that that's a scary thing to do Mm -hmm. whether you had no intentions of Mm. harming me in any way you should know as a man that you should be operating the streets with some caution yeah
3: do you know that i'm on edge right now
2: yeah do you know what that experience would be like for someone who has been trained their entire life to fear rape because it's something that we literally only have to look outside
3: that you can decide to do yeah yeah, you can decide to do to me in a second. The only thing that's stopping you from doing it is your if, you, is if you're going to decide to do it or not. Even if it's not like, okay, all women know that fear, everyone of any gender knows male violence. Literally. It's, it's not even that women have fear, it's that everyone knows men have violence everyone can understand that in some way even if it's not you if even if it's you're a man and it's not you as the man you know another man you know you know that men operate with the upper hand and if you can't intellectualize that you you need to get out more you need to maybe do a bit of research i don't know something you just need to not living in beautiful blissful ignorance how do we get out of this one then are we done how do we get out or will we keep going
2: i think maybe we should do something fun like a kind of
3: is there a fun (laughs) one we can find should we go road skating
2: i would you know i'd fucking love to i've been skating
3: that's kind of a a kind of series that we're gonna do you teach me to skate oh
2: i'd love that that could that be our video series we've been trying to work one out
3: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um okay let me find because the ones that i've got it's just
2: yeah the ones I've got are dark as well it's dark
3: but it's, it's all dark because the topic is dark it's like we ask them for dark things and they give us dark things and we're like oh this is too sad like, oh it's a bit dark <laughs> literally <laughs> so this person said a guy said he was really nice and I said you shouldn't tell people that point blank kiss <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah You okay yeah let's talk about guys calling themselves nice yeah
3: and not even just anyone it's like if you you don't have to say it you can just do it you can just be it doesn't have to be a disclaimer doesn't have Action, to actions be- speak louder than words mate you not heard that saying it's like
2: i'm so nice whilst they're getting their dick out mm. are you so nice oh okay sure why are you so nice why have you made me a cup of tea oh it's be- oh okay i see you're, you're unzipping your pants i see I, I see the bar
3: is so low the bar is in hell it's literally fucking subterranean bar these days yeah the bar is six feet under Um, okay, I've got a couple of messages to read. (laughs) Just because I couldn't choose. This one, just quickly touch on, I thought it was quite funny. All they seem to do is make you feel bad about not wanting to sleep with them. But it's like Are you surprised that I don't want to have sex with you? Like, who is horny here? This place is disgusting. (laughs) Like, who on earth
2: would want to do that? Well, that's the thing with that weird guy in your in your uni room being like, if you didn't have a boyfriend we'd be having sex, it's like Oh, in your reality, sure, but in my reality, a weird boy's just walked in, and you're a fucking freak. Yeah, yeah. Like in yeah. no way are we having Jesus.
3: sex. Well, also because he's kind of he's wanking to rape every night because yeah, the porn that he watches is not ethically made. Is not someone who volunteered to be there. Probably. Look, no, no, we let can't let go here. <laughs> open a can of worms. We're trying to get us out of the hole. Anyway, We're trying to bring this up at the end. I thought this message. I just thought it was a fucking joke, to be honest. So they said. This guy was really quote unquote sweet. Sweet. Had deep chats about mental health, etc. And a week later he asked me if I had a dick phobia because I wouldn't sleep with him. A dick phobia? It's like, yeah, I do have dick phobia. You make me ill. I actually come up in a rash whenever I'm around you. So maybe it's best for both of us if I don't see you again. I have a phobia of your dick. You should stay away. Six feet away, thank you. Oh.
2: Yeah, no thank you.
3: Free. Free. <laughs> it's kind of free. Freak! it's kind of lily and um, lily and snape that's, that's nice no nice, it's nice, nice, nice it's how they freak yeah lily and snape yeah yes okay well it's just a disgusting world isn't it well i'm gonna have to leave you here unfortunately here is where we drop you off i guess you're looking back like, is this it? Please don't make me go out there. It's like, yeah, sorry. You're going to have to take these headphones out and face the real world. It's like, please, just one little more joke. No, please don't make me. Just
2: something funny to leave us on. It's like, we can't muster it up. We can't. We can't do it today. I've got nothing left to give. I've got nothing left. Because we, we're we just terrified like you are. Mm-hmm. We're just angry like you are. We just want to see some kind of fucking change. Yeah,
3: it would be nice. It would be
2: fucking great. All I want for Christmas it's just a tiny little bit of a change in rape culture please.
3: yeah yeah to be honest i want for christmas a, a bit of comfort in feeling like conversations can be had because at the moment i'm normally the first to have a conversation as well like, i'm quite the persuader like i'm kind of a bit of a lawyer like i'm kind of like ready to argue yeah. with people like it and have a, a very healthy academic debate you're really good
2: with that you you manage to keep the emotion out of it at certain points that you're good but I've
3: really lost that well because I kind of my emotion is so invested that it's more powerful to convince them and kind of win them over but at the moment I just I think I said in the other episode it's like I'm just signing out actually like of all things (laughs) I just like, but I I would love for Christmas. One thing, please, Mr. Santa Claus. Kind of feeling like people aren't laughing in your face and like making a joke out of something that is obviously very, very real. And I guarantee you the minute they have a daughter, they'll understand that actually women do have worth. Can I actually just quickly say one more thing? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) This really fucking pissed me off. I saw this guy recently who I don't, I don't know him really at all, but I do know that he has a kid and I believe... He might, he might have a girl, but he at least has a... At least his kid has a mother. Mm-hmm. I know that much. So there is at least one girl who's slept with him. Um, and I'm sure he has a mum too. This guy, like, tweeted saying, oh, I can't even, like, have a... You know, I don't even want to have another kid because, like, if it's a girl, like, it's just... You know, you can't bring girls into this world because not even, like, because it's them, but it's just, like, so many wrong out in the world, blah, blah, blah. Cut to... I don't know how long ago this was because my sense of time is vapid now, but the same guy tweeted a porn tournament. Fuck off. As in, he tweeted a poll. You know, you can do polls on Twitter. He tweeted like, okay, category one, like milf, fucking disgusting. ebony, lesbian, blah, blah, blah. Did all of these little rankings and had all of his mates come and vote like 200 retweets or something on this porn tournament. A few months later, then he wants to tweet, you can't bring a girl into this world because it's so disgusting. Who are you wanking over? Who, who are, it's Madonna whore. Do women only have value when they are your daughter? I guarantee you who you're wanking over has... She is a daughter herself. And that doesn't... She doesn't have to be someone's daughter just to have value, just to be safe. She doesn't have to have a relation to a man.
2: is To you. It's, oh, I can now picture her as my daughter. No, it's not about you. It's
3: not about you. So now I understand she's a human being. Fucking hell. How void of all... Humanity. Intellect even. Not even void of emotion. You can't... You actually can't understand that. You're so fucking dumb. Not only are you fucking disgusting, but you're dumb. <laughs> right that's where i'm
2: leaving it you can't it's no but it's true you cannot comprehend how someone feels unless you what put yourself in their shoes and go oh fuck that must feel quite bad yeah it fucking does open your eyes, read the news, speak to a woman. But
3: I also think it's not even that that feels quite bad. I think it's because they'd be embarrassed if it happened to their daughter. It's not that they'd feel upset that their daughter's feelings were hurt. They
2: would feel that they'd failed.
3: Yeah, it's not even that they fear for the daughter's safety. They
2: would feel that they failed in their role. They
3: feel like they, yeah, it's, a, it's an attack on them suddenly. Yeah. Oh, it's ego, hell. Right, it's
2: ego for sure.
3: I've had enough.
2: I've had enough as well. So let's sign out. I hope you just know that, we genuinely, genuinely want you to be okay. Like, please, oh, please. Look, I really am sending that girl a phone. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. I wish I could be holding your hand at the bus stop. I wish we could be walking around the shops when a man says, you're right, sexy. Turn around and go, what'd you just say to the stunning girl? Back off, please. Skate away, motherfucker.
3: Skate away.
2: I wish we could be with each and every one of you.
3: Well, that's the kind of thing as we are. It kind of is, like in those moments, obviously down to your discretion of safety, but you have to feel the power of every other woman who has lived through traumatic experiences too. Stay safe out there, guys. We're with you emotionally. Stay safe in these streets.
2: Yeah. I'm sending you lots of love. And fuck this, just honestly fuck this. Let's end it on a bang.
3: Fuck this world.
2: Don't feel quite finished. I'm trying to think of something profound to say. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, what's one thing we can leave them with.
3: Don't feel quite done. What's one
2: thing we can say to solve it all? Wrap it in a bow almost. I think it's just kind of like you deserve better. Mm -hmm. And don't trust any motherfucker that calls themselves nice.